Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hello everyone and welcome back to Healing Journeys Today. So today's message is, I titled it, I, he, I Sent My Word to Heal You and Deliver You of All Your Afflictions. And I'll read it from the Bible in the Psalms chapter 107 verse 20. It says, he, he sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. So I, I know all you guys know the importance of knowing the Word. I, I just know that. But, you know, it's good to go over these things and uh, just refresh ourselves with how important the Word is. Because I know when you're seeking healing and seeking the healer that sometimes opening the Bible can be a lot of pressure and a lot of stress because you have a lot of pain going on in your body and it's just difficult for you to concentrate. So for me to sit down and share this is very important for me to do because I believe that there's people out there that are very tired. They're tired and they need somebody to, to share with them what their thoughts are. So, of course, the topic today, as you guys already know, is I sent my word to heal them and deliver them from all their afflictions. Well, there's a lot of us that are tuning into Healing Journeys today that are afflicted with something. You know, whether it be a mental struggle or a physical struggle, we're, we're struggling with something. So, the word of God teaches us that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So how do we be transformed? It's, it's through the Word of God. And there's another scripture in here. And it looks like to be Psalms... Psalms 38, 138. Psalms 138, verse 2. It says, I'll worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for, the loving, for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have make magnified your word above you, all your name. So he's, a, he's magnifying his word above his own name. And that's big to me. The, the word is just as important as God himself. Because Jesus said he, he became the word and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Jesus is the word and he was the word walking on earth when he was alive 2,000 years ago in, in a fleshly body. So if Jesus said he's the word and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, then the word to me is absolutely important. Because I wouldn't be able to sit here <clears throat> and tell you that by Jesus Christ's stripes I am healed already unless I knew that scripture. The word's power. The word brings life. The words that I speak to you are life and they are spirit. I can't live without the word. Now sometimes... I, I have a relation, well, not sometimes, sorry, <laughs> all the time, every day, I have a radical relationship with God, walking and talking with Him, which you guys know what I talk about with that, and that brings the Word to life. That relationship that I have with God that's so intense, and it is intense, sometimes I'm not very happy about things, you know, and I'm not perfect. I don't walk this Christian life perfect. I got Jesus, and I'm thankful that I have Jesus because I can't do it. I can't make it happen. But God's... God's word is so important to me on top of my relationship with God because I don't I wouldn't know what I have as a Christian. I wouldn't know that by Jesus Christ's stripes I'm already healed. 
that Jesus sent his word to heal me and deliver me from all my afflictions. I wouldn't know these things if I didn't open my Bible and start reading my word. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So I know the importance of the word is absolutely just as important as having a relationship with God and having the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because you can, you can have the word, but if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, how are you going to have a relationship with God? How are you going to get the Word to come to life in your heart? You're not. I mean, it's just a balance, as I've said before. It's a relationship with God, with His Word, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's no possible way that I could live this life out without it, without all these three things working together in a healthy balance instead of just going to one side and it's all about the Word, or to the other side and it's all about a relationship, you know what I mean? It's It's got to be a balance of the Word and the relationship plus having the baptism of the Holy Spirit to bring it all to life inside of you because you can't pour out God's love in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. God has to pour His love out into your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. These are all things that God has to do inside of us as we as we accept Jesus. These things are, uh, are available for us. The baptism, the born-again experience, when we accept Jesus, we do get born again. It's not just available. It's, it's something that we are... And uh, we have a right to. When I accepted Jesus, I, that's when I got born again. And then I get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or I get baptized in the Holy Spirit right at that moment. It, that That's different. I don't know how it works for each person, but I know for me it was different than other people that I've talked to. So I know it just works differently well, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit on when it happens. But everybody who accepts Jesus gets born again instantly. That's instant. And then the baptism of the Holy Spirit either comes then or, or afterwards. But the, the importance of the Word is so important because you can, have, you can get the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of you, but you won't know what you have. You won't know that you have the, the authority. You won't know that you have the power to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to cast out demons. You, you wouldn't know these things unless you knew the Word. And the Word shows you. But, you know, most of you guys on here, I would want to venture to say almost all of you guys, know the Word. Know the Word. You, you know so much Word inside of you that you should be healed. So I don't, I don't know how to uh, help people to get to the place where it comes to life in their heart, but by talking about a surrender. And I know I'm trying to... See, I'm, I'm trying to help people to let go of this life because that seems to be the key to get the Word that is radically important and that, that we all are sitting here watching on Healing Journeys today that we all already know. Because I'm talking about the Word. All the other guys on Healing Journeys today is talking about the Word. The Word is important. But if you don't have this, this letting go, dying to self daily like Paul did, it's hard to see this Christian word come to life in your heart because you're so operating out of fear and stress and pressure and anxiety and all, all these negative emotions because we're holding on to this life. And the only reason why we want to get healed is because we want something in this life to work out, which is understandable. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That, that is a part of it. God came to heal us and deliver us and give us life and life more abundantly. I, yes, he did. But when you're just running after the healing because you want to have the, all these things in your life work out, then it becomes all about you and, and your life instead of about God and what Jesus already did for you. And you're trying to get all this healing to work so you can have your, your best life now. Well, when I let go of all of that, when I got so tired of 
trying to make it all work and make it happen and trying to have something in this life. And I just let go of it all and just gave it to God. That's, that's when all of it came to life and that's when all, everything came back to me. That's when all my whole life came back to me. My health, my friends, my family, my every, everything just started coming back. You know, and there's things in life that happen. I, I understand that. Negative things that happen on a daily basis. I've got things that are going on right now, you know, that, that are very negative that really tend to try to get to me. But I have this God help me, and I got to have this God help me because I would lose my mind if, if I was caught up in the worries and the cares of this life that are designed to choke out the word, choke out the seed, and the seed becomes unfruitful. It's, it's, everything in this life is, is coming at me, but I have this God help me. I surrendered. It's not about me. It's not, Satan can't make this Christian life about me and what I can get. No. It's not about me. It's about what Jesus already did for me, and I'm not trying to get anything. It's, it's already a done deal. See, Satan used to try to make me try to get something all the time from God. And, and even though I knew the scriptures, I was still like striving on the inside trying to get it. I don't have to do that anymore. I already got it. I got it. It's all mine. I, I, I understand what the power of letting go of this life, even trying to live the, for God, and turning to God and crying out for help and saying, God, I can't do this life anymore. It's yours. I can't do it. And that's what I did. And then God took all the word that, that's super important to all Christians and brought it to life in my heart. And it's funny because he only took one scripture. He took one scripture and that's why I'm healed. Because the one scripture he told me that by Jesus Christ stripes I'm healed. It's just one. It wasn't all the scriptures, that, which is good. It's good to know the word. But it wasn't all the Bible that I have read. It, wasn't, it was just one scripture. I think one scripture is powerful enough when God brings it to life in your heart instead of you trying to make it happen. God help me because I can't make it happen. But the thing is, is it's so, so hard for people to, to let go for some reason, which I understand. I mean, it's, we hold on for dear life, you know. And I got another scripture here. It's in Romans, Romans 12. No, Romans 10, chapter 10, verse 17. It says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Yes. The word of God is very powerful to bring faith alive in your heart, because how in the world would I know that Jesus already healed me 2,000 years ago if I haven't read the word? If I didn't know what the word says, it would, it would be very difficult, very difficult for me to have that. And that's, that's why I'm so thankful that God gave me the word so I know what I have, so I know who I am. It's the word. The word is radically important to me. And, I, and you know, it's once, once you know the word, you, you always have it in, in your heart. You don't have to look for it. It's in there. The Holy Spirit can bring it to life inside of you when, when you need it, like for healing or, or, or financing or whatever it is that's in your life that, that you're looking for. And we've got another one in Romans 12, 2, which everyone knows this. And it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In order for us to know the will of God, we have to know the Word. In order to prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
Like the perfect will of God for me is he wants me healed and he wants to use me to heal others. Because the whole word is all about healing. He sent his word to heal you and deliver you from all your afflictions. This is what this whole Bible is about is healing. Healing and knowing, well, it's, it is healing. Salvation is being heal, healed from going to hell to heaven. The whole, the whole word of God is all about healing. You know, and we, t we teach on healing journeys today, which it's, it's awesome because that's the main topic of the whole Bible. It's all about healing. So we're on healing journeys today, just teaching the word every day, you know. And I teach, you know, we all teach on, on relationship too because we know the importance of an intimate walking, talking relationship with God. Not just with the word, but with God himself as a person because God is real. God wants to walk and talk with you on a daily basis. That is so important for me because if I didn't have that, I'd have, I'd have failed yesterday. I had a lot going on yesterday. That and with my, my dad passing, you know, I just just some memories come. And I, I have to get through them and, and some emotions that I have to work through. And emotions are good, so I don't mind them. But, I, you know, God helps me because, you know, I do miss my dad. I, I wish he was still here, but I know he's in a better place. So stuff like that starts to, to get to me. And if I didn't have my relationship with God, plus the word, knowing that God is for me and not against me, if God is for me, who can be against me? That's scripture. See, if you know the word, then you know who God is to you. And knowing God is eternal life. So when you know God, you walk in eternal life on earth. You're not waiting to go to heaven to walk in eternal life. It's now. Knowing God is eternal life. And uh, that reminds me of a scripture in the book of Ephesians, which I, I don't have it marked out. So, so just give me a second here to locate it. Yeah, here, here we go. Ephesians chapter 3. One of my favorite scriptures is in, in here, and this is one I'm going to read. It says, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17, that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith. Now, I want to stop there. Faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. See, so Christ says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. But on also, w with the faith, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Also, faith works through love. So it's not just a one-time shot. That's, see, I thought it was just the Word. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Yes, the Word's absolutely important. You have to have the Word. But also, get, God gives us a measure of faith. And also, faith works through love. So you have the Word. Faith works through love, which is a relationship. Love is a relationship. That'll, that'll bring the faith alive in your heart. And God also gives you a measure of faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's not just faith come by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. No, it's, it's faith works through love. God poured out a measure of faith into your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's just not you opening the Word. The Word is important. This is the topic today. It's about the Word. But I want to make sure that we don't make it just about the Word. We make it about the Word, about a relationship with God, <clears throat> and knowing that God is giving us faith by His power of His Holy Spirit on top of it. It's very important. <clears throat> So I'll continue in the scripture. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and, and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. That way you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So even in this scripture, it's my favorite one. It says to know the love of God that passes knowledge. And the word is knowledge, but you have to know the word. But God is showing you something else here. And I, I, I can't just teach on the topic of how important the Word is 
and be transformed by the renewing of your mind without this relationship with God involved in it. Because if I just push you into the Word, you might miss, miss out on the relationship aspect of loving and walking and talking with God, which is loving God. And faith works through love. And faith come by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And how would I know that? And here's the Word. The Word's telling me that I need to talk to God like Adam and Eve and Abraham and Moses did. I need to walk and talk with God on a daily basis. I don't have to, but I think it would probably be a wonderful experience to have an intimate relationship with God and then my faith would be perfected through the Word of God and through that relationship with God. To me, it's 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 got to be this balance of the Christian life. It can't be way off on one end or way off on the other, because I've seen it. you got the Word of Faith camp, and then you got the Grace camp, but it's not balanced in, in a lot of area, a lot of a lot of people out there are not teaching it in a balance. Now there are some good teachers like Andrew Womack is one of my favorite. He 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 has a balance of grace and faith. You know, but there's a lot of teachers out there that don't and we get deceived and we fall into works. We fall into works and we don't seem to be able to have the peace and joy and love flowing in our life. It's all about what we have to do for God. How we have to make it work. Like all the pressures on us to make this Christian life work, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. And, and the scripture I always use on that, it says, Come to me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, I'm going to give you rest. And that rest is produced by the power of the Holy Spirit in a relationship with God and a relationship with His Word. And for some reason... I missed it for years, I guess because I'm a guy, and I'm going to speak for most guys. Maybe I shouldn't, but I think most guys like to figure things out and work things. Maybe I could be wrong, but I think a lot of guys are that way. We're, we're fixers, we're doers, we're workers. So when we open up the Word of God, we say, okay, let's going to figure this out and make it work, which, you know, I understand that. I, like I said, I went through it, but God wants you to know the Word, not to just make it work, but to know Him. When you open up your Bible, you should be opening up your Bible to know who Jesus Christ is to you and, and what that looks like. And through all the examples that God gives us in the Old Testament and the New Testament on what a relationship looks like. I don't know why I missed this. I just realized that there's a lot of people missing it. You know, we need God. We need this relationship with God in order to see the word of God that we read come to life. But God's, God's got to, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Oh, God, help me. I can't do this, God. There's only one, one way that I can see the Christian life working for me, because I've tried every other avenue in my life. I mean, I would sit and read and go to church and pray for sick people and all these things, and I just couldn't get over that, over the hump, as they say, of healing. <clears throat> But when I came to God with my whole heart and I let go of this life and said, God help me, I can't do it anymore. That's when it all started working. And I don't understand how this works in other people's lives. I don't know, understand why it worked the way it did for me after eight long years of this. I don't understand any of this. But I know if I sit down and share my testimony on what, <clears throat> what happened to me, that God could bring something to life in your heart by the power of His Holy Spirit. And I know that. That's why I like to sit down and share some teaching and then share some testimony with the Word of God. 
and how God is working in my life. Because I believe it's overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And if I didn't have a testimony, and if I was just teaching the word, you'd get something out of it, but it wouldn't be as powerful. It wouldn't be as impactful as it is with a testimony behind it. See, when we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto us. And I know that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What does that look like? Seek ye first the word, yes. You have to know the word, but seek ye first him too. Well, you would say, well, when I seek the word, I am seeking him. You can seek the word and seek him in the same setting, but there's an extra outside of just seeking the word is walking and talking with him on a daily basis, asking him questions, asking him for help. It's just, it's just overlooked, and I know it is. I know a lot of people are overlooking this part. But if you want the word of God to come to life in your heart, come to God with your whole heart and say, God, help me, I can't do this. God, you've got to bring the word of God to life in my heart because I've tried for so long. I'm tired. I'm weary. And then, then again, the scripture says, come to me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Again, the word is radically important. If I didn't know the word, I'd be in big trouble. I'd, well, I'd already be dead, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The word saved my life, along with the power of the Holy Spirit in my relationship. But the word kept me on track, well, got me on track. Once I found out that God was good. But how did I find out that God was good? Well, thank God that God worked through Andrew Womack to show me how much God loves me. Because I couldn't decipher the word. I had to have a teacher help me. And that's the one God led me to. And I'm very thankful for it. You know, I'm, I'm thankful that he sat down and took the time over the years by the power of the Holy Spirit to get this. I'm glad God did a work in him so I could uh, understand that God actually likes me. <laughs> instead of God being mad at me all the time. You know, that, that was a, a key. If you don't know that, you're not going to see anything in the Christian life work steadily. If you, don't, if you don't understand God's grace, like I know a lot of people don't understand God's grace. They'll know about it. They'll hear the, the grace message in the Word of God. They'll see God's grace is there. See, Jesus said it is finished, that Jesus paid it all. It's a free gift. You'll see all that, but you always base your, your, your Christian life off of how you're doing what you're doing, if you're sinning or if you're not sinning, instead of basing it off of what Jesus did. But when you base it off the goodness of God and what Jesus already did for you, it's the goodness of God that will lead you to repentance. You don't have to worry about if you're doing good or bad. You'll just naturally start doing good. Now, I'm not walking my Christian life out perfect in my flesh. Absolutely not. If I sat there and told you that, I'd be a liar. But I'm walking my Christian life out perfect because of what Jesus did for me. I'm perfect in the sight of God. And I am. And I know it. And that fuels me by the power of the Holy Spirit not to rebel against God and say, well, I failed today. I, I did something wrong. It's because knowing the Word, the Word told me. The Word told me that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If there is no more condemnation, I'm, I'm walking in the Spirit. I've been born again. There's no condemnation for me. If you can get that in your heart and stop judging yourself, but base yourself off of what Jesus did for you. Every time you fall short in your flesh, you turn and look at what Jesus did. Jesus, you already paid it all. God, help me to get through this stuff that I'm dealing with, God. Because I can't do it. I've tried to stop sin, and I can't. God, help me. And you just put it on Him. He told you to cast all your cares upon God, for He cares for you. You see how important the Word is? The Word's just coming up out. The Word is radically important, because I wouldn't know this stuff. 
if it wasn't for the Word. Oh, God, help me, because I can't do it. <clears throat> God's like, I didn't ask you to do it. I asked you to die daily, and that's looking like, God, help me, I can't do it. And then God starts living in life through me and empowering me to have the fruit of the Spirit, because I can't make the fruit of the Spirit work. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, meekness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I can't do it. God's got to help me. And when God helps me, I know it, because it's, it's peaceful. I'm not fighting and striving and to make things work in the Christian life. I'm trusting God that He's going to work in me and keep me safe and hold me through my hard times. I know that. I have no worries. But if I didn't know the Word, I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that what, that's what God wanted for me. I'd, I would probably condemn myself or the devil would help me feel condemned because that has happened before. Before I knew the Word of God, the devil came at the right time, and started just getting me all warped in my thinking until I found out what the Word said. He Actually, I needed a good teacher because I opened up the Bible and the, and the devil used the Word against me and condemned me with the Word. It's the goodness of God that leads me into repentance. See, I was condemned with the Word of God, so I would run from God, not knowing that He was good and He was running after me, and I could never figure out why He was running after me when I was not following what the Word said. I, I never understood that in the beginning, and that caused me to relapse, I think, four times, and, and go to and, uh, four, uh, four more rehab centers because of this wrong information that I had, whether it was just my own thinking or the devil helped me to have wrong thinking or whatever it was. But once I got the truth, the truth, the truth will set you free. And the truth was reading the Word of God and, and, and rightly dividing the Word of Truth Versus the, the condemnation. Because you can read the word of God and condemn yourself. Instead of being free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. See, I am free because what Jesus did for me. I'm not free because of the works I do every day to be free. Now, I don't want to go out and continue in sin. Because that will uh, leave an open door for Satan to start messing with me. I don't want to do that. That in my nature has been changed. I've been born again. It's <laughs> It's God. Doing for me what I can't do for myself. And you know what God did? He says, well, I think I'm going to send my son. He sent the word. And the word walked amongst us. Jesus became the word. And dwelt amongst us. And he walked out exactly. He was a perfect image of who God, God is. In, in a live person's body. Jesus. In a body. God was showing us who he was through Jesus. So if you want to know who you are. And what you have. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, this is a story I'm going to try to not cry when I share this. But when I got born again, so my, my dad became a Christian years ago but fell away because he got trapped in a religion and he couldn't do it. But he told me when I got born again, he looked at me and he says, you, you should start out with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That is the most important scriptures you need to start with. And I had no clue he was a Christian because at that point he was a biker and he was, you know, living the biker life. And uh, so I, I never had no clue. But at one time he had an encounter with God and he knew. He knew what I was going through. And he looked, he looked at me and he says, you need to start out in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And this is coming from a guy I'd never seen open a Bible in my life or ever talk about God. But he seen what was going on with me and he knew. And I believe that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John lays out the foundation of who Jesus is and what, what you have as a Christian. 
Like in the word, he says, uh, Mark chapter, Mark chapter sixteen, or or wait a minute, I think it's, yeah, it's Mark chapter sixteen, verse fifteen through twenty. It's, and it says, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word through the accompanying signs. That's in, in the book of Mark. And that tells us what we have and what we will be doing and what we are doing. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Lay hands on the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. It's showing you what you have. And Mark, and what you are called to do. This is for all believers. It's not just for me or, or anybody else that's, that you think is a super duper, whatever you want to call them, you know, the people that are, that are well known, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's not just for those guys either. It's for all of us. This is for everyday normal people. But this, this stuff you can't see unless you have the Word of God flowing in your life. Because if you don't have the Word of God, you don't know this is what you have. You just don't. And and to know who Jesus is, to know the picture of Jesus is radically important to me. Because if you don't know who Jesus is, how do you know what you have? Because Jesus is the perfect image of who God is. And, and Jesus walked out exactly the Father's will on this earth when Jesus came and walked on this earth in, in a fleshly body. So please, uh, friends, please look at the Word and ask God for help to understand what you're reading. And watch good teachers. And I want to pray for you guys. Father, we just thank you that everybody that tuned in today, that you'll bring the word of God that I shared today to life in their hearts. And Father, we just thank you that you continually open their heart. As the song says, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Like that. God, open their heart to the word to know who they are, to know that by Jesus Christ's stripes they're already healed. In Jesus' name, I'll see you guys next week. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes... We are healed. God bless you.